Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick. And this week, we are going to be talking about park etiquette and how to navigate all the other children that you don't know, and especially the other parents or nannies at the park. And with me this week is the wonderful Kirk Osgood. Hello, Kirk. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm it's excited. It's so nice of you to be here. Um, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. But before we get into park etiquette, let's hear a little bit about your background and your path to nannying. I always think it's interesting sure. how people got in it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, and um, or Port Huron, if you know that. And uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Pihon. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, but I started directing youth theater there. So I've been working with kids uh, all my life, basically, and um, I also started working at a preschool, after-school care type of facility. And then I moved over to Chicago in 2007, and uh, I kind of like took a step back from working with kids, but. I ended up getting a job at a children's gymnastics facility, and I've been there for 10 years now. Oh, and wow. Yeah. <laughs> 10 all around. Um, and, uh, you know, when you're really good with kids, parents come up to you, and they're like, oh, my son slash daughter, like, really like you. Do you ever babysit? And at first, I was like, oh, no. Right. Um, but then I went ahead and, and did it uh, for the first time, and I just really enjoyed it um i really enjoyed the connection uh more personal connection i guess from outside the classroom to the to the kids uh just in the the family's house or wherever and um so i really enjoyed that and so i was like okay yeah i'll continue to do this and and you know it was super fun and you get to do things that you don't really normally do and i also feel being an actor working with kids using your imagination with like the legos or the princess dolls or whatever it may be right keeps me very at the top of my game as an actor and so, playful yes i and found playful. yeah yes. mm-hmm. i i always joke that i play pretend professionally because yep. i nanny by day and act by night yes <laughs> so yep. mm-hmm. in both ways i'm yeah using my imagination and engaging that yeah. muscle because mm-hmm. it is a muscle that the more you use it the better and stronger it gets. <laughs> right, right. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I'm a I'm an only child, so I never like grew Me too. up. Yeah, so I never like grew up with like 
siblings. And so like, <laughs> not that the kids I babysit for are my siblings, but it's kind kind of fun to just see like their dynamic and like, you know, working and like, so yeah, it's, 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 it kind of feels the, or fills the void that I had a little bit growing up. So yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand mm-hmm. and feel that. Um, yeah, when I first started, I worked with a lot of twins. And as a child, I always wished that I was like the parent <laughs> trap. I was like, please, let there be a twin out there. So, yes, I, I seeing their bond, I was like, oh, yeah. twins are the best. Um, no, everyone's the best. Um, anyway, so, great. Let's talk about park etiquette. Sure, yeah. Um, what is your personal philosophy on taking kids to the park and how you interact with kids at the park do you more let them lead like where they want to go are you do you suggest areas of the park to stay in sure suggest activities things like that uh when i first started taking kids to the park um i dreaded it because I knew what was there. Um, and I think it also like also depends on the park. Because, you know, like in Chicago, they have these like really small pocket parks. And then they yes. have like Oz Park with like tennis courts and basketball and mm-hmm. this play area. So I think it all depends on the type of park. Um, so the family that I'm with right now, three days a week, we go uh, when it's warm out to the park. At least, at least try to go like every day. Uh-huh. Um, and... The older one, likes, who's 11, likes to go do basketball. And the younger one, who's nine, likes to stay on like where the swings are and where the climbers are and like hang out with friends. And of course, at Oz Park, that's nowhere near each other. <laughs> right. So it's a lot of like, well, we'll take 30 minutes on the playground and where the climbers and swings are, and then we'll take 30 minutes at the basketball court. Yes. Um. And I like to flip flop it. So if like Monday we started with the the playground stuff, then Tuesday we're going to start at the basketball court. Um, and sometimes, though, the 11 year old likes to end on the basketball court. So it really doesn't matter to him. So. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but since doing it constantly <laughs> now. Um, so I'm a very, very big firm believer that if you are a babysitter, or if you are a nanny, you need to be playing with that child right. no matter what. Even if you're tired or I get it, if you're like sick, then you probably even shouldn't be with the kid, but <laughs> you need to be playing with the kid. So I, I love playing tag. I love playing, um, the youngest one, the nine year old, he likes to play this game called like hot lava or whatever, where like we have to climb on the climber and not touch any of the ground. Oh, and so fun. So, you know, so I like to do all those things. Um, and I like to encourage his friends to come play with us and, um, the 11 year old plays with us sometimes and, um, <laughs> And yeah, so, you know, I really, I, I enjoy it now, but that's because I've, I figured it out. Right. So I figured it out like with the, you know, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. And I figured out like what, what interests the nine-year-old more and what interests the 11-year-old more and how we can meet in the middle sometimes. And so now that that's figured out, then yeah, park doesn't really bother me um, at all very much, uh, you know, but I, I like to not only with the kids that I watch, but also the kids that they interact with, I kind of just like to like stand back and almost feel like a therapist or whatever. And just kind of like <laughs> see what their personalities are. Cause I think yeah. the sooner you know what a kid's personality is, the sooner you can also start alleviating 
any fights that may happen or this yes. or that because you know, okay, this child's going to work really well with this game or that game and this child works really well with this game or that game, but they work both together with this game. So right. let's always encourage this game to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And also learning to read their moods from like the moment you walk mm-hmm. in the door of like, oh, you're mad at your brother for something that he did last night. Yep. <laughs> yes. Like I can already tell. So the games that require more teamwork probably we should work up to those today instead of starting right away with those yes no i i agree with that (laughs) and and you know i'm I'm like i was also a person like i don't like to talk down to kids as if they're kids i Mm -hmm. kind of just like to talk to them like they're adults um or not really adults but like they know what i'm saying yes so um so like sometimes and it it, it vice versa is between the nine-year-old and the 11-year-old but sometimes they just have this mood and they don't want to do anything with me in the other one and mm-hmm. I said okay well here are your options here are your two options one you can suck it up and mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. or you can sit on that bench mm-hmm. and those are your options mm-hmm. like I need to know where you are but I'm also going to play with your brother right. so these are your options and you know sometimes they do choose the bench but they choose the bench for like five minutes and then they right. come and join us and other times they just join us and they're kind of in like a huff puff mood and I'm like <laughs> If this is the attitude, I need you to go take that five on the bench. Right. You know, like, right. and then come join us again. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, that's a really good way of fostering autonomy, of letting them decide mm-hmm. within reason how they want to spend their time. Yep. Um, which I I do so much choice. And that's one of my like big nanny philosophies is I try to offer choice whenever I can. Yeah. So literally down to, do you want a red cup or a blue cup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also make them stick to their choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So I think that's a really good way to approach it too, mm-hmm. of like, this is, this, these are the things that we can do at the park right now. Mm-hmm. And these are the things we can't. Um, cause I know a lot of times when I've taken kids to the park, the kids that I take are much younger. So we're slightly more limited in what we can do. Um, but like the slide, the mm-hmm. freaking slide when it's rained, those slides, the <laughs> stay, metal ones for sure. Yeah. They stay wet mm-hmm. forever. And, um, when Katie Leineke and I did the diaper bag episode, we talked about having like one of those microfiber towels in your diaper bag because oh, sure. that will wipe it off. But if I don't remember, then I spend the entire time at the park, like keeping the kids aw- from going down that slide because they also don't think ahead to the fact that it's wet yeah. and immediately forget. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do. I guess my personal park philosophy is, yes, I I play with them. I want to be with them. But yeah, it is hard to find activities that they both want to be doing at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's especially hard when you have like an 11 year old. Right. Like, oh, yeah. well, I want my independence. OK, that's and I totally get that. Yeah. Totally cool. I Yeah. <laughs> but that basketball court is like. <laughs> All the way over there. Right. And if I'm running around over here and chasing your brother, I'm going to lose sight of that a hundred times. So I can't like I get it, but I can't have that. I promise we'll go there. Mm -hmm. Um, But like right now we need to stay where we agreed to. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I get that. Um, 
So we talked in that a little bit about handling different ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess just your thoughts on, let's say it was an 11-year-old and a six-year-old, something where there isn't quite as much overlap. Or, I mean, I have a lot of experience with like four-year-old versus two-year-old. Sure. That's, in fact, probably what I have the most experience of going to a park with. And just finding things that both of them can do is tricky. Yeah. Um, uh, so the nine-year-old, a lot of his friends have younger siblings mm-hmm. that yeah. like to play with us. And they probably are in the age range of like five and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we play, I make sure that everybody knows everybody's name. So this is this person. This is this person. They're siblings or blah, 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 blah. And then I also put in to the fact that we understand who's the five-year-old in this in this group. Right. We understand who the seven-year-old is in this group. And we understand that sometimes the five-year-old is not going to remember the rules. And we're right. not going to explode in their face because they didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to say, okay, we're the older kid here. Let's reiterate what the rules are and then continue playing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. Yeah. So I, I always just like to just make it like, so everybody knows out of the gate, these are the rules mm-hmm. and these are the people we're playing with. And if somebody comes into the park that we know and they want to play great, I immediately go up to that child and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so I'm their nanny. Like, great. This right. is the game we're playing. Currently this person's it, or currently this is what's happening. Right. So that that person immediately again knows where we are in our, in our book. So yeah, yeah. which is so inclusive and wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I bet, the parents or nannies of those other kids really appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of uh, a lot of the kids that come to the park and play, like I know from my like gymnastics job that I have, oh, or okay. I know for doing the after school drama club at this at at the boys elementary school. Like, so I know a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that's why the kids also are much more approachable to me when I'm right. with the boys. Cause they kind of already know me. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, <laughs> which is great. And then I don't really have to do my like therapist. Let's find out how this child works thing. Cause <laughs> I automatically know, know yeah. how they're going to play. Um, yeah. 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 But that, no, I, I actually have never approached it like that. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's a really, really good approach. Um, I do a lot of talks about like, there is a baby Mm -hmm. on (laughs) the play equipment today. Like when we get to the park, we always take about five minutes to look around Mm -hmm. and look for like what's going on at the park that day. Yeah. Um, usually I give them a snack because by the time we've walked over there for a two and a four year old, that's a that's fair a ways. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we do a stroller if it's like super hot that day. But a lot of the times I have them walk because mm-hmm. they want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we usually take snack like right when we get there and a water break. And as we're doing that, I'm pointing out like, hey, see that baby? We're going to be really nice and make sure that our playing doesn't hurt that baby. Yeah. Um, so if that baby's in your way, what do you think you should do? Mm-hmm. Um, talk through things like that. Yeah. Also a reminder about the swings. Yes. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I, I have such a love-hate relationship with swings. Mm-hmm. Um. There have been a couple parks that I have gone to that actually change the color 
of the area that the swings are in. Oh, cool. Like the... The like faux grass or whatever. Yeah, the faux yeah. grass mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever it is or yeah. Um, and so and that's super helpful. Mm-hmm. And if there are any park creators, <laughs> park engineers listening, I highly recommend that because it's so helpful to be like, don't go on the red part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you are not getting on or off a swing, do not run into the red part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because swings hurt a lot have you ever been hit by a swing um i haven't which is kind of amazing because the gymnastics place that i work at we have indoor swings oh really or indoor swing time so um so i do a swings there and then when we go to the parks i I deal with swings luckily my boys aren't interested that's good yeah in swings unless it's like the last thing on our bucket list right be like okay i guess we'll do swings do three swings on the swing and then we can and take off yeah yep yep um so yeah that's something that uh i really struggle with especially with other parents Mm -hmm. who maybe or nannies who maybe aren't watching their kids as closely who kind of treat the park like a babysitter yeah and that in my philosophy is not how parks are meant (laughs) um (laughs) to be treated and so if I'm pushing a child on the swings, mm-hmm. the number of times that I have had to like grab the swing and like stop the momentum so my nanny kid doesn't run into another kid. Yeah. So many times. Which and is I, unnecessary. Yes. And it also takes away from what you're doing, like the yes. time that you're trying to spend with the kid. What's really nice at As Park is that this, the way that the swings are lined up, they can either go this way where the climbers and all that stuff is, mm-hmm. or if you just have the child flip around, it goes towards a fence where there's oh. nobody ever playing because it's right. literally a fence and a bench. That's so, so nice. So I usually, if the boys are interested, have them go the other way. So then my back is the only thing that's going to be where the kids are running. Okay. That's yeah. really good mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do, I do have a tendency to want to swing where the kid is facing the park. Mm-hmm. But that's a good point because then you are actually a physical reminder of there is a swing here. Yes. And then you can also control like how high they're going. Right. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That's a really good point. Um, sadly, some of the swings in the parks that I go to are the big, like, plastic bucket swings, okay. and they determine oh, which, which way. way. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, can't turn them around. Mm-hmm. Um, and those, you know, are always the ones that the kids want if they're free. Yeah. They're like, can we go in that swing? Because it's comfy. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, but So I've... I've I've ever only babysat for like older kids, but this one time I babysat for a three-year-old, which was fine. <laughs> right. But I just, I have a hard problem with like poop and pee. And I was like, yeah. mm, we're going <laughs> to time. So, um, so anyway, but I took him to the park and, you know, it was kind of a cluster. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course he wanted swings and it's like those bucket swings that you were talking about. And so I just... I was like, well, this is this is as high as we can swing today because, right. as you can see, there's a million children here, so <laughs> right. I can't push you super high. So, like, I guess sometimes, too, it's just like, you know, again, setting the things right out the gate. Like, if it's crowded, the swing cannot go any higher than this. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really great. And I also talk once they are learning how to swing for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I also 
as they're going through that process, we'll spend that time talking to them about how you have to be aware of your surroundings. And especially on a swing, you can't go super high if there's a million kids here or even if there's like four kind of toddler kids don't go super high because the likelihood that they're going to walk into that area because they cannot understand the concept yet mm-hmm. is very high. Yeah. So we all, we do always talk about that. And the older, I, I feel like once they hit six and up, yeah. they start understanding that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cause and effect is within their grasp yeah. of like, if I go super high, I'm not going to be able to stop. And I might hit a small child. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to ruin everyone's day. <laughs> right. Or like, you know, sometimes <laughs> my 11 and nine year old like to, especially when we're t- playing tag, like it's, it's, they're so into it and they just have to get away. And sometimes they have to get away, like <laughs> right in front of the swings. And I, if I can see how fast that swinger is going and I know it's going to be more of a love, t- love tap than like a punch, uh-huh. I will legitimately let them get hit by yes. and go, Okay, well, we had this talk, so yeah. I'm not like <laughs> right. I can help you get up, but I can also point out again I told you not to go over here. Yes, so, and I have definitely done that yeah. with older kids. Yep, with a toddler, I would never do that. No, yeah, no, nope, nope. <laughs> just for my listeners, yes. know that I'm not like, oh, you're too go. Yeah, yep, <laughs> but yeah, for no, the- for older kids definitely the actual reminder of the swing will come back the other way yes yeah yeah yep. <laughs> it's a good one when i had that three-year-old i was like okay swing time is done and we're going to the play or the sandbox which is like a mile away from the swing uh-huh. and that's where we're gonna live until we decide to go home or whatever we want to do but yeah so whenever i had like the younger one once it was done and he was like bored with swinging then we we exited the swinging area as far as we could yes Yes, so that even is if he, a as a three-year-old, idea. decided to just run away for like a hot <laughs> second, I knew he would have to run pretty far to yes. get hit by a swing. So, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, great. So, what is your personal favorite piece of equipment? Oof, at um, a playground, yeah, or a park. I mean, it could be like a basketball goal. Um, you know. Uh, there's this I don't even know how to describe it it's like it's like a, a thing that you stand <laughs> on and it's like uneven so like if there's three people on this side then the other side's gonna go up and uh-huh. like vice versa and whatever um but there's like a almost like a a ship steering wheel or whatever in the middle oh. so what the boys like to do is we all like to get on it and then we can't use our hands. We can only use like our shoulders. And we like try to like shove each other kind of off of it. Uh-huh. Again, at a safe, right, reasonable thing. But they like that game because they're boys and they like to be <laughs> rough in quotations. And right. so, I mean, that's like that's a big favorite thing, especially like if both boys have zero friends at the park for whatever that day, then they like to come together and play that game. And it like that game, we've played it for like a half hour. <laughs> like, I don't know. They just really like that. So I guess like that equipment's really fun but in general i think the park's just like a great place to enjoy all the equipment and use your imagination and like you know yeah play the games of like zombie chase or like whatever they like to do so for sure yes we do a lot of bear hunts Mm -hmm. of like there's a bear behind the tree or uh making friends with monkeys around so that's a lot of what we do because we use the trees a lot Sure. <laughs> the park yeah, yeah, of like climbing in them and because they actually um in the park that we go to most often they have these trees that 
split off really early mm-hmm. in the tree. So they're, they are, I don't know if they picked them intentionally, but they're really good for climbing for little kids. And then the kids are so proud because <laughs> they climbed a tree, Yeah, you know? It's cool. Because <laughs> they can't climb other trees and they always try. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have fun, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. But those trees, they feel accomplished. That's cool. So, um, so yeah, I do, I love taking advantage of like, every aspect yeah of the park yeah for sure yep um so the main trouble that i run into at the park is other people's children not behaving in great ways being rude or um cutting in a like very clear line yeah yeah what is your strategy for when another child is clearly being a jerk uh and their parent is nowhere or nanny is nowhere in sight oof uh yeah i know it's tricky um so again like usually what did i know the kid who's who's playing with us very, very, very seldom do I just not know the kid or kids that are playing with us. So when they start to act a fool, um, I, you know, I just like gently remind them like, Hey, like we're all in this together. Right. We need to, you're at a 10. I'm going to need you at a five. (laughs) Right. Yes. And especially like your sass needs to come right down Yes. because you know, whatever. And if it just continues, I, I legitimately will say their name and be like, X, Y, and Z, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If we don't <laughs> straighten up, then we're we're actually, we're going to leave the park. So. Right. And that's, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think that's really. Yeah. Uh, taking a strong stance. Yeah. Is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Since I mostly play with younger kids and so we'll go often um like after school mm-hmm. once it warms up but school for you know younger kids gets out at like 11:30 so something that uh we run into often is other toddlers who aren't meaning to like there there's no malice <laughs> behind them cutting they're just like yeah. I want to do the slide now um and so we do a lot of talking about I advocate for my nanny kid sometimes depending on their age. I'll say, hey, we were waiting in line. You know, if you want to wait, we'll we'll be done in just a second. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was our turn. Yep. Um, or I if it's if they just like cut in front and there was no time for that talk, then sure. I will take a moment with my nanny kid of being like, now, that kid didn't have great manners. How did that make you feel? Yeah, yeah. And then talk it out with them. And it's like, that's why we don't cut. Because we don't want to have other people mm-hmm. have their feelings hurt. Yeah. Um. And so, and saying, you know, that kid maybe didn't know. Yep. yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, we're going to let them go. <laughs> we're going to yeah. not worry about it. Because mm-hmm. we don't want our day ruined by their poor choice. Right. Yep. <laughs> but... And then we continue on. But I do usually, maybe I go down the slide with the kid first and then have that talk. Of yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, this is what happened. Sure, yeah. Let's let's just talk through this. Yep. Especially depending on how upset they are. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes uh, one of the kids I have nannied for is a, 
a younger sibling through and through, and he just does not care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, he's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because he's so used to his brother kind of calling all the shots Mm -hmm. that he's like, whatever you want to do, go for it. Sure. Um, But yes, I have found usually the first child, the firstborn, is more upset because a lot of times they really like rules. Mm -hmm. Um, And when someone breaks the rules, (laughs) it's like, no, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but not everyone thinks it, thinks it through like you do. And I admire so much in you Mm -hmm. that you think it through. And so we try to turn it into a teaching moment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It doesn't always go perfectly. Sure. Um, so sometimes at the kids gym that I work at, we have like camps or whatever, mm-hmm. and that is a no parent or nanny participation oh. drop off three hours. And, uh, that has kids that are like three to five mm-hmm. and this type of jazz happens all the time. Oh, I bet. So, and I get, and it is totally different because it's not at a park setting and it's at right. a gym. And of course I'm the teacher with a, whatever with my other teachers. But like if, you know, a kid's cutting in line, I'll just like pick them up and go, Hey, Snuggles, the <laughs> line's back there. And just go literally walk them to the end of the line and be yeah. like, you will get a turn after these 12 children ahead of you. <laughs> who have been waiting. Who have been waiting. Yeah. Um, or like, you know. But that's great to make it silly. Yeah. To uh-huh. not make them feel shamed. Yeah. Or like, hey, get in the back of the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I think that's a really good Yeah, for sure. To do it. Yep. Or like, I guess it did happen like one time at a park. But like, I just went down to that kid's level. Instead mm-hmm. of being the adult who's up, I came down and just was like, hey, yeah, actually, you know, it's just. It's just right down there. Like, there's only two people behind us, so you'll get a turn, like, relatively soon. But, you know, and I think meeting them versus being above them, Mm -hmm. they respond a little bit better. Some kids don't. That's going to have to take that. But, like, for the most part, coming down to them, they're like, oh, this guy is on my level or this girl's on my level. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Um, Something else that I have struggled with at parks are when kids or other children are doing unsafe things, I really struggle to, like, turn off my (laughs) peripheral. Oh, yeah. To, Uh like, even just, even if it's not affecting my nanny kids, because usually if something like that is going on, I will move my nanny kids away. Yep. Um, But when their parent isn't paying attention, (laughs) or nanny, Mm -hmm. um, I just, in my experience, it has mostly been, parents sure um that this has been true of uh and so they'll be you know playing on a piece of equipment in a not safe way Mm -hmm. uh and so and i have made the choice sometimes to look around try to locate their parent and be like hey yeah this is happening (laughs) yeah i don't know if he belongs to you but yeah (laughs) this is going on just Mm -hmm. thought you should know um and sometimes I just have to let it go. Yeah. When yeah. you can't find the parent. Or if the parent's on a business call. Mm-hmm. Oh, it like breaks my heart for that child too. Yeah. Uh-huh. For like, sure. Don't take a business call at the park. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this time to be communicating and, and, and spending with your kid. Like. Right. If you're at the park, then like, you know, your work time is, should be done at least for that, what, hour that you're going to be there? Like, yes. Come on. Yeah. Um, do you have you found 
I at, in um the parks that we go to, the squirrels are very bold. Have you ever found that to be true in a park? Um, because that's like a a hazard that I did not see coming. Right. Yeah. Um, but I have had a squirrel like go into the diaper bag and get mm. out the snack. No, <laughs> absolutely like, not. Carry it away. I am definitely afraid of all animals that are not dogs, uh-huh. and I, I. When I was a kid, I was chased by a squirrel one time. Oh, no. Um, So I've really feared for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I've never had like bold squirrels. That's good to know. Maybe it's just the one. Wells Park, those squirrels, if there are any Chicago listeners, Wells Park, the squirrels are very, very bold. That is where they have like literally taken food away. I watched it. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're a squirrel and you know it's going to be there. And nobody stopped you the first hundred times. Yeah. Then you're going to go. Yeah. I don't blame them. But I also, to bring it back to park etiquette, because you can't really have etiquette with a squirrel. They don't play by our rules. Um, But I have seen a squirrel taking from another nanny's bag and like shoot it away and been like, hey, the squirrel knows that there's food in there. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. That is another thing is the friendships that are that happen at a park mm-hmm. um i actually have ended up talking with nannies or parents that i never would have interacted with sure but are my nanny kids and their kids get along so well have you ever found that i uh, mean i guess you know most of the kids yeah already i mean um you know like if a new kid comes over and is playing with us and stuff like again i'll go into my therapist mode and then i'll just like kind of watch and i'll be like no play dating with this child or i'll <laughs> yes. be like hey this kid was actually pretty cool like you know let me see but no i mean half the time it's like their babysitter and their babysitter's like oh i have to check with their mom and da 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 right like, okay well it's nice um but uh yeah there i mean there are the parents and nannies actually approach approach me a lot because I'm legitimately playing with the kids. Right. So like I've had parents come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, you're so great with those boys. Like, do you ever like need extra babysitting hours? And I'm like, no, like (laughs) I'm good. Like this is what you should be doing with your kid to begin with. Like I'm not here trying to like up my resume. Like (laughs) I'm here doing my job. So like, yes. um, so yeah, so I mean, but it's like it's it's fun to talk to them, and um, you know, and then if I know like the parent or nanny really well, I'll be like, oh yeah, it was really great. Oh, by the way, your son or your daughter was a little snippy. We talked right. about it, but just so you know, and they'll be like, oh, thank you. I wouldn't have known that. And I'm like, well, yeah, because mm-hmm. you're over there, or nowhere near your child. But <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I um, I took my nanny kids to uh the swedish american museum okay um they have a children's play area in chicago uh they have a children's play area on the top floor and one of my nanny kids was playing so well with another kid and played almost the entire time with this other kid and the mom and i ended up talking the mom of the other child and i ended up talking for most of the time while they played because they were independently playing yeah so well and we like moved around with them but we let them kind of control what was happening Mm -hmm. and uh we ended up she was like not to be weird but (laughs) could could i like get your phone number (laughs) to 
like if we're at the Swedish Museum, then I could oh, yeah. let you know because uh-huh. she was like they're getting along so well, and so I like texted their parents and asked permission. Sure, but yeah. and they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I I have found some of those relationships that bloom naturally mm-hmm. are so healthy and wonderful, and I I really cherish when that happens. Yeah. Um, and it's not. I don't think it's something that can be manufactured, but I do think that those talks and teaching them how to play Mm -hmm. with other kids and how to work out problems ends in those type of friendships being able to happen with a stranger, which is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's, it was so rewarding to watch that because he was doing things that we had talked about of like, offering the toy that he was playing with to the other kid, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yep. things like that. Um, or if he wanted what the other kid was playing with being like, Hey, do you want to play with this fishing rod for a while? And I'll get the bucket, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, you go. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So I do think that spending the actual time at the park, mm-hmm to play with them and show them how to play well (laughs) with everyone and with the things that the park has to offer Mm -hmm. is it pays off. Yes. I guess Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a waste of time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Especially like, you know, the way that you interact with like their friends or whatever, you know, and being like, Oh, well this is, like they're getting along really great and they've never mm-hmm. met before. We're like, whatever. And like, Oh, maybe that's how I need, maybe that's how I need to approach, uh, you know, hanging out with people or talking to people or, or whatever. Cause sometimes the 11 year old that I watch has a little bit of hard time with the communication skills and, and mm-hmm. friends. So like, I, I like to work on the friendship stuff with him a little bit more. Cause mm-hmm. his younger brother is like, totes fine he's totes fine a little social butterfly yeah so i like to work on it with him a lot more and especially even if we're not even around other kids just the way that him and i interact and be like oh this is a great way you know that if your friend so-and-so was over we you know would be you would be interacting with them and you know versus like because nobody wants to see that and that's like an immediate turnoff for somebody so like yeah so i like always kind of like just try and put my best foot forward even if one of the kids is like not being cool but like say okay well you know shada 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 and then they see like that's how the situation was handled yes you know? modeling that behavior is mm-hmm. so important yep um because otherwise how how can you expect a child to know how they're supposed to play if they have never seen yeah mm-hmm. um it modeled correctly yep. if they've only ever seen other kids who are trying to work through it as well yep yep um i think that it it becomes a lot harder than when you do have a nanny or a parent who is modeling how to speak to someone else yes with yep. kind words mm-hmm. and um in an inclusive way so i think especially that introduction that you do at the beginning of playing and mm-hmm. making sure that everyone knows everyone's name. I have never thought about that. And I will probably include that in my park playing from now on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, Cause I think that that is really important. Cause a lot of times the kids, if they do end up playing with someone, 
never ask their name right yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of the time they'll be like you know will they be like who's that oh the kid in the blue shirt yeah right. okay well <laughs> what what's is their, their name, name? <laughs> like and then if and if nobody can answer me i just will literally go up and be like hey i'm just taking a time right now i just want to know your name so i can tell these clowns over here what your name is who's been playing with you for the last 20 minutes right and didn't take the time to yeah. ask mm-hmm. yes i also um some of the kids i have nannied for the older sister does such a sweet job of introducing her younger sister mm-hmm. and so that's something that i've been trying to encourage with all of my nanny kids yeah is like hey like when you're entering into a new group it's okay to be like i'm sally and this is susie mm-hmm. yeah. um and then my younger sister susie what's your name yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah all that modeling i think is is really important and the power of names i think sometimes can get overlooked in all the hubbub yeah. of mm-hmm. park time yep um one last thing that for me and then we'll see what you have to <laughs> say but uh how to handle the freaking ice cream man have you run into that as a problem ever um what it's funny the ice cream man's never at the park it's always at the school and i'm like this needs to not even be a thing i know i completely agree um luckily uh my boys are really never ever interested in ice cream from that guy but they want to go to dq and i'm Mm. like okay well how was school oh blah 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 did you do your homework blah 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 Mm, no (laughs) i guess it's no dq today like right so it becomes more of a like well you do good and then good is given right so um so yeah so i've never personally had a problem with the ice cream man but it's just it's just like (laughs) <laughs> totally American for us to now have ice cream men right outside of a school. It's like, come on, like put it down the block a little bit. Like yes. you know which way these kids are traveling. Not everybody's on a bus, so like, right? No, ugh. I completely agree. Yeah, I um, I do a lot of if we do because in the summers mm-hmm. we go to the park almost every day. Yep. Um, every day that it's not raining. Um. We go to the park. And so I do a lot of you can get ice cream one day this week mm-hmm. and then letting them choose what day. Yep. And they can even pick different days. They've only done that once because then one of them was very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, you had yours on Tuesday. Yep. Mm-hmm. So sorry that your brother gets it today, but this is the day that he picked. Yep. Um, And so we do that or... Another thing that I'll do with like younger kids is I'll be like, oh, you brought your money? Are you going to buy me ice cream? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, I didn't bring my money. And I'm like, oh, well, then I guess we can't get ice cream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it is annoying that that talk has to happen every day at the park or Mm -hmm. after school um, when the ice cream guy or guys Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's... I'm like, there's like a turf war. Of oh yeah, of like, it's like which West Side ice story. cream? Yeah, it is. It is. I've I've seen one ice cream man chase another one away from like prime real estate, 
and it was fascinating. <laughs> it was because yeah, obviously you can't slice of life. leave your ice cream cart, so you almost have to take that with you if you're yeah. chasing another person. No, he was like pushing his ice cream cart like down the sidewalk to make the other one keep going. Yeah, it was like bumper cars, but it's ice out of cream. control. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, we should start a movement. Yes. Um. Well, great. Is there anything else? About the parks. About park etiquette that you feel like we didn't talk about? We talked about a lot. Um, I, it's not, like, not necessarily park kind of things in general, but like, I always like to do at least a five minute countdown. Like, hey, we're leaving in five minutes. Oh, that's great. I will tell great. you again yes. in two minutes. And then I'll tell you when we're leaving. Yes. And you can't be like, Oh, I didn't know because I've now talked to you twice about it. Yes. Like, so I always like to give like a countdown of like, hey, it's 4.30 at 4.35. We are cutting out. Right. So. No, I think that's really, really great advice. Um, something else that that made me think of is I will often talk to my kids about if they are, if I think that they are on a specific piece of equipment, if they're mm-hmm. old enough that they can go you know, the park's small, one of those little pocket ones, but Mm -hmm. they're on a specific piece and they want to move to a different piece and I'm like playing with the other sibling, then I will be like, you have to see the whites of my eyes and get confirmation that I heard you that you're moving. Yes. (laughs) Like you have to come over and tell me Mm -hmm. and you have to see me nod. Yep. Um, We also do uh, like thumbs up across the park Mm -hmm. sometimes. So I will put my thumb up and if they're doing well they put theirs up and if not then they put theirs down and then I come over yep (laughs) so that's a way that we manage like in those smaller parks where it's fine for me to be playing on the Mm teeter-totter with one sibling and the other one is going up and down the slide a bunch yeah um that's some ways that I have been able to let them have a little bit more independence at Mm -hmm. the park Mm -hmm. uh without sacrificing safety (laughs) yeah yep i like to also like if i'm like if the older one wants to whatever do swings and the other and the younger one's still playing with his friends on on the climber and stuff like that i will be like okay i'll meet you at the swings i'm gonna go talk to your brother and be like hey me and your brother (laughs) are gonna be over here at the swings and then i will again go you do not step outside this fence uh-huh you do not do this or that like these are where you are allowed to play this is where i'm gonna be if you need me come get me however if i see you outside where you're supposed to be our park time is done yes so yes. like it's giving them the independence mm-hmm. but also knowing that if you take your little independent self outside <laughs> where you're supposed to be we are done Yes, setting very clear boundaries mm-hmm. and sticking yep. to them. Um, I completely agree yeah. with that. I mm-hmm. think that that is a really great thing. And I do I do the same thing. Because, um, yeah, the more you remind them, yep. the more they remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think literally having that talk every time is probably a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful. Yeah. Well, if you have anything that you're like, wait, but they didn't talk about this please email in to chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Nanya is N-A-N-N-Y-A. And ask questions. And I'll get in touch with Kirk and have these questions answered for you. Um, 
Or if you have a fun story about something that happened at the park, email that in and I will share it on the air. I will never use the child's name. Don't even send it to me. But I will share your name if you would like me to. Or you can send it in anonymously. That's fine too. Um, also, please, if you are enjoying Chronicles of Nania, if you have gotten something out of it, it would mean the world to me if you would take five minutes to go on iTunes and review it. So give whatever star rating. I would love a five star rating, but <laughs> whatever you think is fair. And then write out why you like it or write out something that you think we could be doing better. I would love that feedback. And it really, really helps the podcast get to more listeners by writing that review. So if you're enjoying this, it would mean the world to me if you would do that, to go onto iTunes and just write a little review. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Chronicles of Nanny will get you there every time. Uh, I post a lot of pictures on Instagram. <laughs> it's my, my favorite platform because <laughs> um, the pictures are worth a thousand words. And so follow us on all those. Um, and yes, please rate, review, and subscribe. And then we end every episode with a little story and Kirk's, or a quote, and Kirk has brought one for us. Yeah, so um, of course I like to teach my boys that I watch three days a week crazy sayings. And <laughs> when we walk home, either from school or from the park, uh, I've taught them that little line from Scary Movie that Brenda says with is like, don't split the pole now, it's very, very bad luck. <laughs> and... Um, and they like it so much that they like link arms with me and like, <laughs> you know, try not to split the pole or like try to make us split the pole or whatever. <laughs> so but my boys now know that saying and say it all the time as we're walking down the street. Don't split the pole now. It's very, very bad luck. So, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. It's amazing. Like how quickly they pick up. They pick up mm -hmm. like little things yeah. that I didn't even know I was saying sometimes. But that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that you've turned it into a game. Yeah. Um well wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Kirk, for being no here. No problem. It was fun. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. The Chronicles of Nannia is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.